Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. We're on the ESPN app. Go to the app. We're in your pocket right now. You realize that? Listen to us anywhere. Live. Go to the app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner. Scroll down to listen live. We're right there. By the way, what a day in New York sports. And if you include New York State, include the Buffalo Bills. Giants, Jets, and Yankees stave off elimination. Giants and Jets. Jets have the second seed in the AFC in the entire conference right now. The Giants are 5-1. and one. Do they What's going a, on? So mathematically, the Jets would have the second seed? Yeah, right now. Yes, right now. Well, they got the same record as Kansas City, though. Whatever they, they, they would be, yeah, I know. I know. Before this, before the game, if Kansas City lost uh-huh. and Jets won. and the Ravens lost okay. and the Jets won, uh-huh. they would have the second seed so in the conference. The so they seed. did it. What? And and then the Giants. It's not just that they went five and one through the first through week six. They beat Aaron Rodgers in London, then came back and beat Lamar Jackson. Wait, so they, I had a question. They have Are you second got second seed too? Then no, because the Cowboys got the tiebreaker on them. Third right now. Cowboys beat them head to head. So wait, the Giants. The Cowboys got two losses. No. Yeah, they're they're above oh, the, that's they're right. above the yeah. Cowboys. Yeah, yeah that's losses. right. I, well, yeah. I was thinking it goes one Philly, loss is two losses. Minnesota, Minnesota, they don't go to right. Giants. Oh, Wait, are Minnesota you, got the second seed. Yes, as oh, of right okay. now. Are you guys okay with the receipts? Are you okay that the receipts are working out in the yeah. favor of the Jets? Like, are you guys okay with it now? Because it was a really big thing for you guys, where I feel like I lost I, you. Yeah, for a I root. I root against the Jets because I'm a Giants fan, but yeah, but I, I it's not against Salah. I don't root against the Jets. I just tell what I think I know. No, no, I understand. I'm saying it was a really the receipts go, Jay. I have a no exchange policy. You cannot. But I have a receipt here, Key. Can I get my exchange? You can't get anything. See, watch how this works. Can I have a a receipt? You can get credit. It's the only thing you can get. We don't give money back. I see. We don't exchange gifts. You get credit for something in the future. So a team takes on the persona of their head coach, Mm -hmm. right? So it takes a while to build winning principles and foundations. You have to get through to certain people. We talked to Dan Orlovsky earlier about how great Quentin Williams played the other day. You talk about Sauce Gardner, how he's played in the secondary. You talk about the way this offense and Brees Hall has played. It feels like they've taken on the identity of their coach. Shouldn't that be rewarded? And isn't there something about the process of getting something done that sometimes we skate over because we want to dig deep into like, oh, it's not working out yesterday. It's like interesting, Jay. It's interesting because Sala, when they were low, was like, that's okay. We're taking receipts. He, he's drawing attention on himself away from the team, really, and like, oh, bad Sala. Now that they're flying high, what does he have to say? What's the win mean, coach? I'll be honest. Um, uh, it doesn't mean anything. Just like a loss wouldn't have meant anything. Um, I said it before, we got, we got to start expecting stuff like this. And uh, you don't. You know, it's it, it is a big win, obviously, because any any time you win in this league is big. But um, they're another opponent, another championship opportunity. We got to get ready to go next week. I love that man. There, there's there's no better feeling for me playing against an opponent. I remember we were playing against um, we we're playing against Maryland in the ACC championship game, and we were down double digits. And we we came back from the game. We were about to win the game. It was a great comeback. We had like you know three out of four games that year were incredible comebacks, and we were in our, a huddle. And Shane Batty said. Nobody celebrate. Walk off the court like we expect to win. It just, you never know if you see this team again, it sets a, a level to you. And we saw them in the Final Four again. This thing, right? balances, we won, so. this thing balances out well for him, though. Because when they were not playing well, the criticism was warranted. There was no, no one was manufacturing or making anything up about the Jets. They looked like a bad football team that wasn't paying attention to their coaches that were coaching them up. 
They look bad. Now they look like a good team. So as y'all like to say in basketball, they get their flowers. They get their flowers. <laughs> they they're doing a good job. They, they and if are. they go and if they go down the line and look like they look the first half of the season, the first several games, we will be talking about that. But one thing we talk about when we say good or bad job by a coach in terms of the public facing stuff of it all. When he was like, I'm taking receipts, we ridiculed him on this show because, come on, man, what does that really mean? Yeah, what does but, that mean? But, but I you will say did, this. Not we. I will say this. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. did. And by the way, Mike Tannenbaum <laughs> yeah. was rolling his eyes and I, Key. I, I'm going to be honest. I'm not trying to remove myself from it. They've done a good job over the last several weeks. There is promise there. Joe Douglas has done a tremendous job of assembling talent. The coach wasn't coaching it up. Right. Okay? He wasn't. Last year, they were not coaching it up. That's but, why Rex but, but, Ryan but, but said Jay, what he said. But Jay, I agree. But this is, it, take, it takes time. But it's like, not. It's it's how it looks, though, Jay. No, I understand. It didn't look right. So I I I, I agree with it you. Didn't look right. But not everybody hits the ground running, though. That that was my only point. They didn't look right. They just did not look right at all. It was like, what did the Jets do when they got this? For whatever reason, coaches have a plan and a course that they like to go and take, and the course that they're taking is the right. Way to go. This is what they look like a football team. And, and what I mean by public facing is when he was saying receipts and Yuki and Mike T and I was like, I don't know about that. What I notice now is he did it at a low point for the Jets. He brought attention to himself, which means away from the team. What's he doing now that they have a big win? Like, I like what he's doing because now that they're riding eyes, like, oh, wait a minute. Let's keep it nice and steady. You know, it's, it's nothing. It's just another game. We need to expect this. That, Jay, I kind of like in a coach where when it's not going good, draw the attention to yourself and take that heat. And when it's going good, just tell everyone, let's, let's calm down, everybody. Keep it steady. Who do they play this week coming up? I mean, it, it, it's one game at a time. At Broncos. In these situations. So they're going to the Broncos. They got the Patriots, which we see that Dr. Z is dealing. Then they got the Buffalo Bills. So they got four games. For the next four weeks are tough because they got to go to Broncos. So that is on the road in mile high. Then they play the Pats. And the Pats ain't, I mean, Max says they hadn't done anything since Tom Brady. Then they got the Bills and they got the Pats again. And you know Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick likes to take it to the Jets. So those next three to four games is going to be tough. Then they go to the Bills. Then they got the Lions and the Jags. They fly all the way to Seattle. Then they got Miami to end it Maybe Belichick has me fooled right now, but – the Patriots look like one of the toughest teams in the league right now. Absolutely. Two straight blowouts. One against Detroit. Mm. When Detroit was running the ball, playing particularly well on offense, they gave them the Shut goose egg. Shut them out. Gave them the goose egg. And then they go to Cleveland, and they handle business against Cleveland. Dr. Z. So here's the question for the Giants now. Because we are, what's better, AFC West or like NFC the East? Well, the least is not the beast. You know. It really comes down to what you think about the Giants. There's a consensus. The Eagles are great, and the Cowboys are really good. And are the Giants a mirage, or are they real? Are they actually a good team? Here is head coach Brian Dable on the resiliency of the offense. Yeah, I know it's something we've preached since day one, since we've been here. Um, coaches, people in the building. This league is hard. It's not always going to be perfect. There'll be a lot of people down on you. Um, you might be down on yourself. Wish you could do better, uh, but you, know, you keep on getting back up. You keep on swinging. Keep on competing, uh, regardless of the score or the situation of the game. And that's not easy to do, right? You know, that's not easy to do when you're down and, you know, to sit on a bench and start playing, and that's, that's easy to do. It's hard to, to stick with it. And 
get ready to play the next series and not worry about if you just got beat on a pass or if you got sacked. That's, you got to flush it pretty quick. Brian Dable and that coaching staff, in my opinion, is the number one reason for the turnaround with the Giants. They pick some fruit off that Buffalo Bills tree, and it's real good. Like, if you look at Dable and Wink and everybody on that Giants coaching staff, they are playing in a way. They're clearly a well-coached, disciplined team. They are playing in a way that makes you believe in them. And yes, Daniel Jones, I think, has played exceptionally well. I think Daniel Jones looks good, like officially good nowadays. And without a top receiver, he looks good. But he's also clearly being put in very good positions. Daniel Jackson. Daniel Jackson. Daniel Jackson Jr. (laughs) But but again, Max, stick to the script, man. Nineteen to twenty-seven, two hundred yards, two touchdowns, and no turnovers. Stick to the script. And your Couple of big third-down plays. Yeah, but stick to the script. And if you stick to the script, you got an opportunity, a chance to win in this league. And their schedule is the next four weeks is not murderer's row. I mean, obviously they got to go to the Jags you know, on the road. They fly all the way to Seattle, which is you know Geno Smith's playing pretty decent football. But they got the <laughs> Texans and the Lions after that. They can win their next four games, man. You know, and be sitting at nine and one. You know, Max. Watching that game yesterday, as you and I were going back and forth on our text chain on pretty much every other play. Yeah. First off, it just cemented to me, Brian Dable right now is the best coach in the NFL. He's coach of the year. Can we all, if you're, if we're picking coach of the Sirianni year, Sirianni right will have something to say, but he's Sirianni, working with more. He's working with he's, much more. Way more talent. Way more talent in Philly. Sirianni will have something to say. Bill Belichick will have something to yeah, say. Yeah, Belichick too. It's Brian Dable certainly probably is he's the number leader. one. He's probably the leader. I'd take Dable. They're, they're expected to lose leader. almost every game, yeah, and they've won almost every game. Like, yeah. Especially not having Kenny Galladay, not having Kadarius Tony. Like, have they ever had piece. Kenny? Wondell well, Rock? That's, that's, that's a legit question. But the, it, it's just crazy to me. Coming into the season, I did not think Daniel Jones was going to be our quarterback moving forward. No, and, I didn't either. I and, thought he would week six he would be giving way to Tyrod Taylor. Same here. But now I'm sitting there wondering, Max, yesterday, watching the game, just with the toughness this kid has shown, with the fact that he's not turning the ball over, he's making the right plays. Now I'm wondering, what is a legitimate contract that we will need to I offer tweet, him? I tweeted, I think he needs a contract. I think I'll do it sooner than later. But this is when I told you. Remember last year I kept telling you when a new coach comes in, the schemes, things are different, so it's going to look different. It's it, same, like, ah, get him in the No, but the offensive line scheme is different now. They're doing things differently, right? With Joe Judge, they try to do this. Now with Brian Dable, he's doing things that fit, that makes sense. Spending a lot of cent- – I mean, really protecting Daniel Jones. Yeah. A lot of resources. Got him to- on the perimeter, moving him around some, allowing him to half roll, throw the ball, cross the field. I mean, he's just doing things that fits him, and this is the reason that the Giants are sitting in the position that they're sitting in. I think he needs a new deal, guys, because I haven't, I haven't – look, look. The, the reason I do it now is I think it's going to get more expensive. No, you do it at the end and, of the year. And worse come to worse – Worst come to worse, he you have to draft another guy, but he'll be a very good placeholder. Worst come to worse, but I don't know that you do have to draft another guy the way he's playing end right now. End of the year, now. man. You do it at the end of the year. I think at the end of the year it's going to be more expensive, Keith. No, nah, it won't be more expensive. What is it now? What is the Daniel Jones contract right now? He's probably in the high 20s to the low 30s. Oof. It's probably a How many 25 years? to 30. I would give him 375. Would that get it done? 375? No, three years, 75 million. Would that get it done no, right now? I would now? get it done. I need, to, I need, I need, I need three-year, 82 and a half. Oof. See, I'll Max, do it. That's where, <laughs> that's where right I now. feel like I am kind of agreeing with you about getting it done sooner than later because they haven't really even activated 
the passing game as much as they should utilize it yet. Yeah, the problem, the problem that you, the problem, the reason I say you get it done later rather than now, don't put it in his mind. Just mm-hmm. uh, keep him, him right where he at. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it's never going to cost you more for the him. The most important thing is that he turns out to be the best version of himself, yeah, not that you save cost, money. It's right. never going to cost you money for him. You're not going to lose him in free agency because a lot of teams don't believe in him, right? The teams that need it, they're not going to oh, $200 million. They're not going to do that. He looks good. It's not just that he looks okay to me. Looks he like looks good. good. He no looks receiver. like a good they quarterback. They need to go get him an, eight, an, an alpha dog. An alpha. But by the way, Wandale Robinson, why are you doing that? You already have a guy like that. He is coming along. He looked good to me yesterday. All right, let's stay in New York, guys. The Road to the World Series goes through ESPN Radio. Coverage of the Yankees and Guardians. Game 5 starts at 7 p.m. Catch all the postseason action presented by AutoZone on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Now, we have Xavier Scruggs, ESPN Major League Baseball analyst. Xavier, I thought, welcome to the show, I thought last night – because of the Yankees' bullpen, I'm like, boy, it just has the feeling of a game we're going to lose because of the bullpen. But they gutted it out and won. Who has the edge tonight, Yankees or Guardians? Game five, deciding game. <laughs> I look at it, uh, first and foremost, appreciate you guys. I was sitting there with my popcorn, and I'm, I'm nervous for the Yankees' bullpen as well. And, and I think because of that same reason, I think that the Guardians might have an edge here. Um, biggest reason all the Guardians arms are available and these have been low scoring games these offenses haven't been able to really string it together a lot of hits so ultimately to me I think it comes down to a one or two run game and the bullpens become that much of, of importance and I also look at now you have Shane Bieber that's going to be available out of the bullpen as well uh, to the Yankees side Cortez will be available but I still look at just an advantage pitching-wise from a bull, from a bullpen standpoint going to the Guardians. Xavier, I'm your daddy. How do you feel last night, Josh Naylor, doing that when they're down, getting that jack, and then rocking the baby? I mean, we see it all the time in the NBA with Russell Westbrook. And I know Gary Cole was pretty, pretty angered by it. Do you like stuff like that for baseball, or are you against it? I like stuff like that, especially from an entertainment standpoint. We understand that, you know, baseball can be so uh, this is our pastime. We can't do anything extra to show anybody up. It's not about me personally as a person, as one player, but we need that type of energy with baseball. That that brings something special to the table. Now, I don't know if that was the right situation because <laughs> you look at you still down in the game facing one of the game's best pitchers in all of baseball. Maybe I'm doing that later in the game when I put us ahead, but that's still a situation where, hey, we're down. We understand we still is not over whatsoever. X, the Yankees take on the uh, Guardians tonight, and if for some odd reason, I'm going to say odd, they lose this game. What what changes do you think they need to make or approach next offseason? Yeah, I mean, I think that can go a lot of different ways, right? You're looking at um, roster construction from the beginning. We understand that this is a team that was so good offensively early on in the season and just had everything working together. And then all of a sudden they come to a halt and we're questioning their abilities. Once they go into the postseason, 
Um, I think ultimately you have to look at uh, managerial decisions. Is this is Boone the best manager for when you talk about these types of players, these types of big personalities? Um, and the same goes for just the roster in general. I look at we're, you're down the stretch in postseason, and and bullpen is a question. Like that shouldn't be that should be the last of your worries when it comes to what you've done as a team over the course of 162. So I think you look at roster construction, you look at managerial decisions. Um, you know, I, people have been questioning the GM as well, Cashman. I, I, I don't necessarily think that's a question, but I do think you have to look under the microscope as to what this team's expectations have been for a long period of time, and those expe- expectations have not been met. So you have to look at all of those things. But it, it's still still left to be said. This team can still go out there and win a World Series, and then all those questions are thrown out the window. Yeah, I mean, we're talking to Xavier Scruggs, ESPN Major League Baseball analyst. Xavier, the, the Michael King gets hurt. Clay Holmes looked good last night, but he had a rough second half. Lot, you know, Chad Green was hurt, and Eraldis Chapman got old, and like a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff conspired to make the bullpen. It used to be a strength. But when you talk about Cashman, before we move on, he's excellent. He's an excellent GM. But this is the Yankees. He's not the number one GM in baseball. There's zero excuse. If they don't have the number one GM in baseball, they should fire him and go get him. The, the Dodgers, even though they lost, hey man, keep the Dodgers, Dodgers got the number one front <laughs> office in baseball. That's why every year they're the, they, whatever happens in a short postseason series, they're the best team, right? That, that's my issue with the Yankees. Not that Cashman's not excellent. He is excellent. Excellence for everyone else. Yeah. The best is for the Yankees. And Cashman plainly stated is simply not the best or the Red Sox wouldn't have four World Series in this century to the Yankees All one. All right, Max, move on. And that's Enough. the bottom line. All right. <laughs> well, I th- Max, I think you have a point because you also look at how the Yankees have been spending money or, or lack thereof over the past couple of off seasons. And this is a team we're used to seeing them go out and get the best free agent available every off season. How's cheap? And, How's and cheap? Get back to co- yeah, and get back to competing. And now we're changing the way that we construct the roster, trying to save some money, trying to use more of the minor league system. But that hasn't given you much of the results that you've been looking for. So I think there is a question mark there as to, okay, some of these other GMs, you look in Atlanta, you look at the Dodgers, you look at some of these guys that have been able to use both the minor league system and sign free agents and do a great job of, uh, of uh, drawing up trades in the middle of the season that have gotten them into some great opportunities in the postseason. You haven't seen it for the Yankees. Xavier Scruggs, ESPN, Major League Baseball analyst and former Major League Baseball player, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and, of course, Max. I, uh, X, I try to tell Max to leave the Dodgers out of his mouth because I don't want him talking about my team. Um, but it looks like we are going to stick with Dave Roberts even after a disappointing early exit from the playoffs. We were 111 wins and nothing to show for it. Should they consider making a change at manager? I don't think so, but – you got more intel than I do. Key, it, it was more the offense that just didn't get going in the postseason. I, I look at this was a team that did everything they needed to do over the regular season, and you, there's no excuses, but I do look at the last month of the season. They weren't really playing for much, right? They've already locked up the division. They were that much in front of everybody else, but I look at – from a stalemate standpoint, like the offense just didn't didn't do anything, and this was one of the best offense in all of Major League Baseball um, through 162. When you look at slugging percentage, when you look at um, on base percentage, average, all of those things, 
ultimately that's on the players, Key. Like that you have to be able to perform and you have four MVP caliber players in a Mookie Betts and a Freddie Freeman and a Trey Turner and a Will Smith at the top of the lineup. That's on them. You, when it comes down to the biggest stage, you got to be able to perform from an offensive standpoint. They didn't give the pitching staff any help. And credit the Padres. They went out there and did what they needed mm-hmm. to do. Dave Roberts is not to blame for, for the offense not doing what they needed to do. X, you played in the league and you covered the league. But we're built a certain way, right? We're built home run ball, Colorado Park. But come playoff time, it feels like that's all we do is swing for the fences. And there is no small ball being played by us is that just me growing up in an era where small ball in the playoffs was such and now it's not that way yeah I think that's part of it key I think you just see the the way these teams are built nowadays and and this is where you credit the guardians because they've been able to play like the small ball move the runners go first to third um, they've been able to do that for such a long period of time because they don't have the same personnel a Los Angeles Dodgers team has. So when you have that, you still – the one thing the, good, the, the Dodgers do extremely well is they have great plate discipline. They've got a great approach to get on base so they can hit the three-run homer. That's part of what we didn't see. So it's not so much of them needing to play small ball. It was more of a change in approach going against – a Padres team in which their pitching staff was was clicking at the right time, right? This wasn't a staff we saw doing uh, what they saw, what we saw in this last series. They weren't doing that throughout the course of this season. So they, it, it was them running into a great pitching staff and them not changing the approach at the right time. Mm-hmm. Go Yankees. Xavier Scruggs. I don't know about the Dodgers, Padres, and, Padres <laughs> and, the, and all your teams. I just want the Yankees. Yeah, hey, I'm with you. Go Padres, I don't know. I man. Stopped exactly. Listen. I stopped listening when you Sorry, stopped talking Keith. about Sorry, them. Sorry, Keith. Xavier Scruggs, ESPN baseball analyst. Thank you, Xavier. Appreciate it. All right, X. Appreciate you guys. All right, Xavier. What a Yankees game. Excess. That Yankees game Excess. had me on pins and needles last night. The road to the World Series goes through ESPN Radio. Coverage of Yankees and Guardians Game 5 starts at 7 p.m. Catch all the postseason action presented by AutoZone on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. How did Tom Brady's trip to Robert Kraft's wedding affect the Bucks and the loss to the Steelers? And according to Todd Bowles, the Bucks are on a two-year Super Bowl hangover. Boy, at some party. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. 
Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com slash morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash morning, code morning, for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Tom Brady came out of retirement for Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones. You know, it's concerning. We didn't have to have those guys to win this ball game. We just needed to play smarter. And so the execution wasn't there, the consistency. Keyshawn, J. Willemax on ESPN Radio. We're on the ESPN app. Click more on the app on the lower right-hand corner. Click more. Scroll down and listen live. If you have a phone in your pocket, you got us live. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. We're on ESPNU. Key J. Yes, I am here. Here's the question of the moment. Yes. How did Tom Brady's trip to Robert Kraft's wedding, and you see him implied in the question is like it did affect it, right? How did it affect the Bucks' loss to the Steelers? Hey, can I say something to you, though, Max? Hmm. How did OBJ's trip to Miami three, four days prior to a game affect the New York Giants' playoff in Green Bay. How did that affect it? It affected it because the media could say, you better not drop any passes now, Odell. And then he dropped some passes. That's so, how it affected So does that not, not apply like, not to Tom Brady? The game. Right. In other words, we will connect the dots after the fact. So does it affect, did it have any effect? Probably not. On Pittsburgh. But people are going to say that the reason that Tom Brady looked the way he looked is because he wasn't with his team. But see, here, here's I mean, my- you can't have, you can't, Jay, you can't. Do that to OBJ back then. It and don't the, say something about Tom. Oh, well, he's won seven Super Bowls. Shut up, Keyshawn. Okay. Well, we're asking the question. But here's my thing. If, if that were my teammate, okay, and I just knew that you were not here the last day or so, <laughs> yeah. right? You missed some stuff, and now we're in the game, and you're going to openly berate me or their O-line at the game? I'm going to say something back to you, man. Like It's going to be – it's going to be a little bit bigger of an issue. What have issue you ever done, me. Brady? How do you, how would you? It's, it's not about whatever you ever done, though. It's about you're not going to disrespect me. I know it's not working out, but now this is becoming disrespectful. Right. Because everything from the game, this is what comes from he, the game. He, Tom Brady attended Kraft's wedding in New York City Friday night, was excused from Saturday's walkthrough workout with the Bucks in Tampa, and uh, had Wednesdays off this season. I mean, that's part of the deal if you want him, right? I mean, I get, he had Wednesdays off. Mm-hmm. He has Wednesdays off. But that's does fine. that mean he's not practicing? Or we don't really know the full Yeah, I detail. believe he's, he doesn't have to do anything on a Wednesday. Yeah, but that's okay if he's resting him on <laughs> a Wednesday. He's 45. You yeah, want him rested. That's fine if he's resting him. I'm sure he's still in the building on Wednesdays. I mean, you hope he would still be in the building, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Not doing yeah. anything but like being in around. The like yeah. He's not going on a three-day hiatus away, leaving Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's not Dennis Rodman. Taking off for, for Vegas. I mean, I'm okay with him resting up. I don't have a problem with that at all. And I really don't have a problem with him going to Mr. Kraft's wedding. The problem that you have is when you come out and you lay an egg and a stinker and you don't play well, and it looks like, based on the video, that he was, you know, attacking aggressively 
at his offensive lineman. He may have been, I can't hear it, so he may have been just trying to fire them up. I don't know, but from the eyes, it certainly looked like he was giving them a tongue lashing based on how he was getting beat up. I'm sure if Brady's asked, he'll admit, yes, it was because I was at Kraft's wedding that I, oh, what, what does Tom Brady think about why they lost? Why did the Bucks lose uh, TB12? Well, we didn't do well in the red area, first of all. We didn't do good. We were second to go on the one, and we didn't do a good job there. We had other red area opportunities. We didn't do a good job there. Now, we had you know, opportunities on third and short to extend drives. We didn't do well there. So it doesn't matter you know, who you're playing. If you're not making the plays, then it doesn't matter if it's the Steelers or the Chiefs or the Packers or the Saints. It's you either make the plays or you don't. It's a production business. What do you think, Key? <laughs> I'm just looking at it and saying to myself, I hope he was trying to fire off his alignment up. And he's saying all the right things. He's saying what is true. You, It's a production business, and you got to make the plays. He's got to make the plays. He ha- He's held to a certain standard. Okay, he is. And, and I understand Tom Brady's been in this league a long time, and he's won championships, and he can't do any wrong. No, he can do wrong. He can do wrong. And he, he just... did wrong against Pittsburgh, <laughs> and he didn't play well. And a lot of him not playing well, a lot of the team not playing well, falls on his shoulders. Because when he took him to the Super Bowl, all everybody could say is, well, Tom Brady, he's the greatest thing ever. He won the Super Bowl again. Oh, look at him. He just beat Aaron Rodgers. Playoffs. This is great. So when it goes bad, you have to look at the bad, too. The elephant in the room to me, Aki, I know you don't like to get into guys' personal lives with good reason. You know, they're professional. But he is 45 years old. We have not seen this in the NFL before. When you're 45, you're not playing football. You're in midlife. He has a family. It's been well publicized. Did he get tattoos? It, it, <laughs> that's a good question. Life. Did, yeah, did he get some tattoos? He got any piercings? But, but Key, you have been through the kind of thing that he's going through now. It's well publicized. He yeah. just oh, got divorce attorneys, right? And you are someone, I keep bringing this up, you're someone who didn't have a pl- who was not living in a house when he was in, no, in junior state, high school. A station wagon. A station in junior high school. That's where you live. So that's, Jay, you know, tough times. was in the back of the station wagon. But you know tough times. Absolutely. And yet, and yet you, so for those who would say, oh, I don't feel sorry for Brady. Oh, he is so rich. And you've also been a rich Daddy dude is. Who, went through a, who went through a divorce, right? Yeah. So knowing both, you can still say, yes, it was hard to go through what Brady's it, going it, through right it, now. It, so the year we won the Super Bowl, I was one of my most productive years as a football player. Just not even statistically. Statistically, whatever. I had 1,100, 1,200 yards, whatever that number was, and touchdowns, the whole deal. But it was, it was just I was sharp and focused in on doing everything. Now, it took a lot of energy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I lost weight. He's he, lost weight. Brady's clearly lost look, weight. Looked like Jay. I was smoking crack. <laughs> Brady looks skinny. But, but like, I, I'm not, I don't mean to make what? light of it. I'm saying it's know, a real thing. So, He's going through stuff that I could you, imagine hey, would affect yo. his you're performance. Not, you're not making light of it. I'm making light of it based on my own experience. You go through something. You don't want to eat. You're tired. You're restless. You want to go to sleep. But you're laying in bed and you're looking at the ceiling the entire time. You know that you may, this may be the end of the relationship. So tough. You, know, you got kids. The yeah, whole you got thing. all that. They calling and Facetime, fake Facetime, and you or whatever. You know the fake Facetime. Here you talk. Hey, to you talk. Hey, <laughs> you oh, know, so the, awkward. You got know, all that so awkward. Stuff. Your parents are getting elderly. Yeah. So like he's going through stuff that you don't see most people so, go through because he's played so this long. This is where I think it's weird, teammate wise, though, because if there are a different set of rules for him, Key, which obviously it's always going to be that case. He's Tom Brady, but when you know there's other stuff going on, and then. A guy decides to go to a wedding and is off the day before, 
and you see it, and then he's chiding you on the sideline. Like, I, I, think for, I think for a lot of people, though, when, when Tom would talk to them, be like, all right, that's Tom Brady. We get it. Like, let's be. Now I start thinking people are like, well, they're looking at him a little bit sideways, so you, man. You, you're saying it could be more of a uh, zone him out, out mm. and kind of just do a little bit. Face. I don't want to hear Wouldn't that. you a little bit, though, Key? It, okay, so first Seeing of the combination all, of everything that's so been happening. First of all, I know he's, if I'm on his team, I know he's going through something. So as much as I can put my arms around him, I'll do it. Let's assume we don't have a great close relationship. I'm not going to allow him to scream and yell at me on the sideline. Now, I'm assuming he was trying to fire him up. I'm, just, I'm, a, I'm going to assume that. I'm just going to assume that. But if he wasn't, that's the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. Because you out here messing up too, bro. You, you know, so you might want to slow it down a little bit, Tom. And, and everybody, you can't approach that way. There's some offensive linemen that would have grabbed Tom Brady by his damn throat. Don't want to hear that when you out here holding on to the ball too long or bouncing it at individuals' feet. But you also got to take into consideration, like you said, Max, some things you go through, you just going through the motions at this point in time because you're still thinking through it. It would seem to me the first thing you had, said. He's never had to deal with this type of alleged adversity I don't that's care out how, there. I don't care how rich and famous and accomplished you are. He's going through, clearly, a tough time in life. It, it may be something, oh, it's kind of run-of-the-mill tough, but that's tough, man, <laughs> for people. Say, he looks like he's lost some weight. Wait, he he <laughs> looks skinny to me. I just say what no, it is. He, he looks skinny. No, he does. He, how he, can you not connect looks, the dots? He looks a little thinner. He's vegan. Stop. He looks a little. He looks like in the someone face. going through it to me, and I agree with you, Key. If you're a teammate, it's the time to put your arm around yeah, you him, wrap, dude. Yeah. You put your arms around him as much as you can without getting in his personal space, right? And he'll share what he wants to share with you. And then why couldn't Mr. It's part of Mr. Kraft's fault too. Mm. Why, why wedding on a Friday? No, during it's fine on a Friday, but, yeah, but during Mr. The Kraft could have at least did it in the off season. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, damn, that's what I said, Mr. Kraft. What are you Come doing? On now. Robert Sala says uh, the win against the Packer doesn't mean anything. Hot news or not news. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So, Max, you, you, you would enjoy this. You know, Key and I run in Uh-oh. similar circles, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm at home, paternity leave with my kid, <laughs> and I get a call. And 
name pops up on my phone. It's a guy that him and I have known each other for a little bit, but we've been connecting more and more and talking about things throughout the course of the season. And the guy's Ryan Pohl, right, who obviously mm-hmm. runs the Chicago Bears. And he's like, yeah, man, you know, just catching up on what's going on. And that's when they're about to play. I think they were playing the Thursday night game, uh, which they lost. Which I was there. Yep, he was there. And he's like, yeah, it's crazy. I was just, you know, I came downtown to buy some stuff. I wanted to get a winter jacket. And I was walking down the street, and I saw Key. And I said, what's up, Key? And Key did I don't think Key knew who I was. <laughs> black dude. <laughs> and I've been waiting the whole week to come back because Ryan's like, I don't think Key – I don't think he knew who I was, but people were trying to talk to him, and he was, like, moving, head down, trying to dart away. He's, he's like, hey, Key. So I, I just wanted to laugh at it because I've been waiting all week to come dude. back. Yeah. See, that's only, only Only black only dude. Black dude he, only black dude. Well, not the only black dude that stopped me. It was a couple uh, families and stuff like that, but, you know, clean black dude. I saw him, <laughs> and, 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 and God be my witness, Jay. Yeah, no I idea. didn't know I did. I, I don't want to talk to nobody. I'm were, trying to go to Neiman Marcus. <laughs> Don't talk to me. <laughs> That's what he says. He's like, Key was moving fast, head was down. Look, he got bombarded I'm a six, lot. Key's been, <laughs> been famous and has stuck out in the crowd well, since he's 18. Look, I got <laughs> on the hoodie. I got on a baseball cap, glasses, hoodie pulled down, tight. Only thing you can really see is my glasses. <laughs> he somehow got you. Somehow he recognized me, and he was like, hey, you know, and a nice-looking fella. And he, he, I don't know if he mentioned your name or not. But if you stop, now all of a sudden, no, who's there? And now all of a sudden, no, there's a crowd. He was a fit-looking dude. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying if you stop and start chatting, yeah, well, all of a sudden, now people no, ran, and people no. all around so you. So that happened a couple of times. So on my way, Ryan, right, mm-hmm. there, on my way back, so a couple guys was out there with the signs and the money and everything. Hustle, so it was a brother. Yeah. brother, And I see the brother coming. So I'm like, I'm on the phone with Justin <laughs> at this time. I'm talking to Justin. I'm walking. I see the brother coming. Brother say, man, you football player. I'm like, yeah. I'm. He's like, the ESPN, the TV ESPN. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, give me some. I said, man, I ain't got no credit cards, dog. I ain't got no credit cards. I met him with some of the funniest. And I'm like, well, hold on, man. You out here with a sign, but you see me on ESPN. Where you get the TV from? <laughs> you know the first thing I said, too. I said, so where did you get the TV from? You know, he's like, oh, when I'm when I'm out by the bars and stuff, I'm like, oh, okay, but I didn't have I didn't have any cash on me, else I would have. And so me, I'm stupid. I said, do you have Venmo? Do you have Venmo? <laughs> so you I Venmo can't with you. I'm stuff. done. I'm, I'm That's over. so funny I'm though, right? Yeah, I had no idea who he was. Dude, on the phone. They have phones. Trust me. <laughs> Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic 
saga of war, passion, and power. Magic come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu. Hot news or not news? You ready, Jeremy? I, I wasn't ready until the music dropped. Drop, 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 drop. Now you're ready. This is sneaky hot news. Hot news. <laughs> hot news or not news time. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app. Hot news or not news is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. We are joined now by Jeremy Fowler, who only drops bars when he's in studio. Hot news or not news, Jeremy. Got to get me in there, man. Would you know Ryan Poles if you saw him walking down the street, the GM of the Chicago Bears? Hot news or not news? Yeah. I would because I, I know him, but if I was the average fan, I probably would not. Key, key, key. Well, if you were I'm Keyshawn an average Johnson. fan. Yeah. <laughs> he did not know. Jeremy Fowler is ESPN's <laughs> senior NFL writer, of course. Hot news or not news, Jeremy. Robert Sala says the win against the Packers, quote, doesn't mean anything. It's not news, but I love it. I, I, I like, yeah, hey, he's taking receipts. Ever since he said receipts, baby, receipts. He's been, you know, he's been really doing whatever he needs to do with his team. The defense is playing how he wants it to. The running game has been on point. This is a team that's drafted pretty well the last few years, and it's showing. So, you know, I, I like being uh, above, you know, acting like you've been there before is really the message I'm getting for Robert Sala, which I like. Yeah, it's not news. I, I think Robert Sala is doing a tremendous job. He is taking receipts. I have a, a no-exchange policy, so I'm not worried about my receipts. I, I don't think it's news. But I love the fact that Robert Rosala makes things about him when things are bad for the team. And then when things are good for the team, he's like, hey, let's just slow it down. Yeah, I feel the exact same way. Panthers interim coach Steve Wilkes kicks wide receiver Robbie Anderson out of the game after Anderson got into a shouting match with the Panthers wide receiver coach. Is that hot news or not news, Jeremy? Yeah, this is hot news. I mean, anytime you have a fight on the sideline, you know, people love to watch it. It's kind of like a car accident, unfortunately. But uh, Robbie Anderson's a player the Panthers have been trying to trade for a long time. This is not recent, and it's come to a head, and, and there, there's obviously some tension there where they need to move on. Uh, so both sides probably feel that way. They'll look for a trade partner, and if they can't find one, they'll probably release him. New York football giants might be in I'm just saying. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's hot news, but. You know, sometimes when things like this start to happen and the team is sitting at one and five and they, you know and I know that you don't like me anyway and you're trying to get rid of me anyway, then you're going to have some tension that's there. I'm just glad that Robbie Anderson, to a degree, held his composure and didn't do something Stupid. that would have cost yeah. him more than being ejected from the game and having everybody talk about yeah. what a bad person he is and a cancer this and a cancer that yeah. without actually knowing the details because I can only imagine what people are saying about his interaction with whatever coach on the sidelines. You see, I think this is hot news because we're talking about the Panthers for all the wrong reasons this year, right? Like coming into the season, what is that yeah. going to mean for Sam Darnold? You know, Baker Mayfield's going to be the guy. He's not the guy. Matt Rule gets fired. You know, what's going on with Christian McCaffrey? Will he get traded now? Now Robbie Anderson, you're talking about this team for the wrong reasons. Key, how close yeah. is Robbie Anderson to, to being a guy who you can find out about Daniel Jones a little bit with? I think he can help. I don't think – I don't think – I think he's a 
if I can get him, I'll take him type guy. Right. Uh, I don't think that you – this is not yeah. A.J. Brown. This is not – DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre not Hopkins, like Stephon Diggs. But he's a player that right. can play the position and help. Jeremy, Todd Bowles says the Bucks are, quote, living off the Super Bowl in fantasy land. Jeremy Fowler, ESPN senior NFL writer here on Keyshawn J. Yeah. Will and Max. Is that hot news or not news? To me, it's hot news because it's clear he has to motivate this Bucks team that's underperforming, that has Super Bowl aspirations. Uh, Tom Brady's going to weddings and missing practices and then shows up and is yelling at the offensive line, which, you know, that might be for good reason, for all we know, based on their play calling and, and uh, what's going on with their production on the field. But, uh, you know, something has to, to settle down for that team right now. Julio Jones continues to be hurt. Uh, defense, at least for one week, underperformed. So, I think Bowles senses the urgency here and is trying to, to lift his team up to uh, come back down to reality. Yeah, I, I would say it's not news to me. The coach is searching for words. The team hadn't been in the Super Bowl in two damn years. Yeah, they're acting like a Super Bowl hangover <laughs> like, was, from last yeah, year. Yeah, that two years. If they still drunk from two years ago, yeah. Jeremy, something's wrong. Brady done retired, unretired, retired again. Uh, Bruce Arians left, did come back, didn't leave. He's still around the building. I mean, like, come on, man. Yeah, but it's hot news because it's a swan song. Right, like you're wondering if this is the last hooray for Tom Brady, his last chance to win another Super Bowl. It don't look like they're going to the Super Bowl so far. No, it does not. Last hurrah, but I know you haven't yeah, slept. Yeah, I, I, I would say last days. hooray. Yeah. hooray. You haven't slept in a week. Deprived, yeah. I know, Me I know. Too. Three I got kids. Swan song right, correct? He's got, he's, yeah, you, he's got I three kids. I got that one right. Zone defense is Zone. different as a parent, man. You got Me three used of them. To man to man. Me too, yeah. Jay. I haven't gotten any sleep, but I know the difference <laughs> between hurrah and hooray. Hey, Jeremy. Uh, Aaron Rodgers says simplifying (laughs) things might fix the Packers offense. Hot news or not news? I'm going to go not news. He has said that before and it's worked and they've gotten hot, you know, in in Matt LaFleur's first few years, they've gone through this up and down where, you know, Aaron Rodgers says, Hey, we need to sort of streamline this offense a little bit. Let's get our playmakers involved, but not do too much. And then they get going a little bit, you know, it's, this is a weird one. I really thought the Packers would be okay. You know, the defense has been surprisingly worse than I thought. You know, I thought the defense would carry him early in the year. So something is off with the Packers, just like something is off with the Bucks. We thought the NFC was going to be weaker than the AFC, and then now some of even the NFC's top teams are struggling. So um, I do expect Rodgers and the offense to pick it up, though, here in short order. Yeah, it's not news. Aaron Rodgers says simplifying. I say dummy down. Dummy mm. down the offense for Aaron Rodgers. He, he needs to yeah. – you need to dummy it down. Just a handful of plays. Yeah, Jeremy, I'm going to focus on the other Aaron. How about Aaron Jones actually getting some touches, getting yeah. the ball? That would be nice. And how about the NFC is pretty good. It's just the teams we thought were good maybe yeah. aren't so good, and the teams we thought were bad maybe are pretty good. That's Jeremy Fowler, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Jeremy. Is it time to take the Jets seriously? Should the Giants lock up Daniel Jones and Saquon? Coming right up. Hip, hip, hooray! From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2.